0: Make sure you're subscribed to Issues Etc. Type Issues Etc. in your podcast provider, hit that subscribe button, and leave us a five-star review. This will make it easier for other podcast listeners to find Issues Etc.
1: overturn of Roe v. Wade. Pro-choice Democrats have seized an opportunity, they think a political opportunity, to drive home the fear in some states, especially blue states, that abortion is going away. It's generally seen as a boon to them and as a liability to pro-life Republicans. Is that true? Why, if so, is it true? And does that mean that pro-lifers should be on the defense? Welcome back to Issues Etc. I'm Todd Wilkin. Joining us to talk about post dobbs pro-life momentum, Harry Shearer, he's Communications Associate at Americans United for Life, author of a recent column for The Federalist titled If Pro-Lifers Don't Get Back on Offense, They'll Lose All Their Dobbs and Momentum. Harry, welcome. Thank you, Todd. Thanks for having me. Why did this recent ballot measure in Ohio that would have made it more difficult to put abortion into the state's constitution fail recently?
0: So the content of issue one in Ohio was not about abortion, but it was about raising the threshold for a constitutional amendment in the state from a simple majority to 60%. Now, this is a great idea in principle, but in practice, the Ohio GOP was essentially asking their own voters to weaken their vote, which... Is a difficult sell, and I think that's easy to understand. And that's why it really wasn't a surprise to see even pro life voters in Ohio didn't come out to the polls a couple weeks ago.
1: How does that loss, among other things, represent an opportunity for pro lifers?
0: Well, the larger point in Ohio is that pro abortion activists traveled to Ohio and invested in Ohio for a reason. It's a state that President Trump won by eight points in both 2016 and in 2020. The state recently sent J.D. Vance to the Senate this year, who very likely will be a presidential candidate, say, in the next 10 years. He was quick to support the Make Birth Free initiative, which was a proposal that our organization, Americans United for Life, proposed earlier this year, which would subsidize the cost of childbirth for American families. So, for all these reasons, it's very clear that Ohio is a pro-life state. And so, pro-abortion activists traveled to Ohio, invested in Ohio to prove a point and to weaken the momentum of both the pro-life movement in Ohio and the national pro-life movement at large.
1: You say that there is a no-brainer move for state-level pro-lifers. What is that move?
0: Yes. So there are 18 jurisdictions in the United States right now that permit citizen-initiated state constitutional amendments, which means that if enough signatures are collected, that means a constitutional amendment referendum can go up to the entire state. But a number of states, more than 18, require legislative referrals for their constitutional amendments. So that practice would sort of curb the moneyed interests that purport to be supporting so-called grassroots efforts in these different states and would require that these constitutional amendments must come from legislators. So it's a move that would be of great benefit to many of the state-level pro-life movements.
1: How can the pro-life movement go on the office of in other ways?
0: Right. So this recent move in Ohio is really an example of what we at American United for Life would call a reactive strategy. So as you said, the pro-life movement is about going forward. Dobbs gave us a great opportunity to be able to do that, to be proactive, to be offensive, and not merely reacting and being defensive. So one idea that I offered in the piece is we don't see pro-life initiatives going to the states that are selling themselves really as abortion havens, California, Oregon, Maryland, etc So we don't know how an initiative like this would do in a state like California, but we could create abortion alternative funds, make that up to the voters of California to see if they would be open to that. And so these are just one of the, the small things that we can do to sort of test the limits and to keep the movement going forward.
1: Why does the Democratic Party see abortion as a winning issue going forward?
0: Well, really, Todd, I mean, it's all the mainstream social and cultural institutions are behind the pro-abortion activism. Social media, news media, the arts, all the culturally formative images and videos that we see those corporations put out. So pro-abortion activists have free fodder from these cultural institutions that they have relied on for years. And then, of course, all the money that comes from the trusts, the foundations, and the corporations that support them. But the point that I want to emphasize, that the American people are a generous, welcoming people, which means that they're pro-life. So it's clear that it's not coming from the bottom up, but rather this is a top-down initiative, the pro-abortion activism, mostly from these corporations who save money when their employees have abortions instead of leaving to go take care of their children, and from the legitimate political authority that supports the culture of death because right now the federal government with dobbs has claimed to be agnostic on the question of pre-born personhood which is obviously an insufficient state the pro-life movement recognizes that this is an in-between time dobbs is an incredible opportunity and a great victory for the pro-life movement but it's insufficient but we still have many states around the country that communicate to their citizens that it is permitted by the law to have an abortion. And then that's what we're fighting against every day.
1: If you had a few minutes to advise pro-life lawmakers, especially in the state legislatures, what would you say to
0: them? Yes, I mean, Dobbs was, again, it was a great opportunity and a great victory for the pro-life movement. State legislators have the great opportunity to be able to fight for life right now, to fight for personhood protections in their state constitutions, fighting for these abortion alternative funds if they, for example, are in one of these states that are run by pro-abortion activists, and they have the opportunity to always be thinking about how to push the issue forward. So the question ultimately is, for these state legislators and for governors, do you want to be known as fighting for life and winning, or do you want to be known as simply reacting to these offensive pro-abortion strategies and losing.
1: Harry Shearer is Communications Associate at Americans United for Life, author of a recent column for The Federalist titled, If Pro-Lifers Don't Get Back on the Offense, They'll Lose All Their Dobbs Momentum. You'll find a link to this column and to Americans United for Life on the Talk On Demand archives page at issuesetc.org. Harry, thanks. Thank you, John. Fearfully and wonderfully made is the theme of the 2023 Lutherans for Life National Conference. This year's conference is October 11th through the 13th in Cincinnati and includes visits to the Ark Encounter and Creation Museum. Learn more at lutheransforlife.org, lutheransforlife.org. Tuesday on Issues Etc. We'll look forward to Sunday morning, according to the three year lectionary, talking with Pastor Sean Denzer about the confession of Peter in Matthew chapter 16. And on Wednesday, it's media coverage of religion with journalist Terry Mattingly. I'm Todd Wilkin. Thanks for listening.
0: Listen weekday afternoons to Pastor Todd Wilkin and guests on Issues Etc. Issues Etc. is a listener supported program. I am beautiful because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I am accepted because I'm a part of His family through Jesus' shed blood. Unity Lutheran School in East St. Louis, Illinois, shines the light of Christ in one of the most impoverished cities in America. Learn how to support their mission work at unityesl.org. Unityesl.org Today, with the help of
1: the Holy Spirit,
0: I say yes to God in His ways. Bahama Mama, Ocean Pacific, Paradise Island. Retreat from the heat with a shaved ice snow cone from Tropical Snow in Caseyville, Illinois. It's right across the street from Collinsville High School. Tropical Snow is open daily from 1 to 9. Premium snow, epic flavors, lots of love. Tropical Snow across the street from Collinsville High School at 2134 South Morrison Avenue in Caseyville. Thanks
1: to our beloved on-demand listeners, Issues Etc. consistently ranks among the top podcasts in religion and spirituality. You can help us climb the charts by subscribing, rating, and reviewing Issues Etc. Type Issues Etc. in your podcast provider, hit the subscription button, and leave us a five-star review. This will make it easier for podcast listeners to find issues, etc. Help us cast Christ's net on the internet. Subscribe, rate, and review issues, etc. today.
0: College Preparation Station in Maryville, Illinois offers ACT, SAT, and PSAT test prep, scholarship application classes, college and career counseling, and more. Hi, this is Lori Konski, president of College Preparation Station. We have helped our students obtain more than $7 million in tuition scholarships in 12 years. Find out more at cpsprep.com. Let us help you create a vision and find your future. The College Preparation Station in Maryville, Illinois, cpsprep.com. We know that you want to build your family on the right foundation from the very start. The foundation of Jesus Christ. Concordia Publishing House offers more than 8,000 products for churches, schools, and homes. Dedicated customer service and an experienced staff to help you focus on what matters most. Click to connect at cph.org. Concordia Publishing House. Listening, responding, providing for God's people. Concordia Publishing House. cph.org.